Genre. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we steal back our super suits as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 2, one I want Spider-Man minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Thomas Howarth from the X Minutes podcast. Welcome back, Thomas. Welcome back, Thomas. Yeah, so great to to be back. (laughs) You've got a you've got a new podcast to plug this time. Right? Yeah. Now I've moved into the comic genre myself. Now. Yeah. We all move as we do. Uh, today is minute 94. What kind of transition is that, Zach? My God. Uh, 94 is the minute. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just no, going to let it like, happen. No, but it's like it happened as it, and I was like, no, I have to like point this out. Uh, minute 94 <laughs> is the minute that starts with Peter looking up from his clenched fist in determination and uh, ends with Spider-Man swinging triumphantly through a newspaper headline and into the concrete jungle. Um Mm. This is a fun one. I, yeah, oh, this is great. Uh, we get the end of the fist moment, and then it all just <laughs> kind of gets better from there. <laughs> we get yeah, so uh, Peter's resolve face. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was I was looking at this face, and I was thinking like Toby just has a really hard time playing pissed off. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's just not really in his wheelhouse, and I can forgive him that because he's great doing all the other stuff. But mm-hmm. angry and pissed off is not his forte. <laughs> yeah, he's never gonna look scary, but I do like how focused he looks. You mm-hmm. know, right? Like, you know, he's a he's still got little boy face, but he's on a mission. And, yeah, the and... the intimidation isn't quite there. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you could say that. <laughs> I don't know. That's why he needs the mask. Yes, of course. Yeah, sure. and we get the the music swelling up behind him, and uh, all right, so take some decisive steps out of the frame. What's he gonna do next? And then we're back in the Daily Bugle, which mm-hmm. is always fun. So now, you say we're back in the Daily Daily Bugle, but mm. how long was that between the two happenings? I don't know between I mean, which he's... which two happenings between Peter on the street and them being in the, in the bugle because they're already talking about her being missing and not being able to find her. But that just happened in the last little bit there. Yeah. But it, it's still, it's still minutes because it was one fifty-five when he was attacked by doc Ock and doc Ock tells him that Spider-Man needs to meet him at three o'clock. So he only gives him an hour. Um, right. Yeah. And uh, so this is, this is within like, I would say within like a half an hour. I guess mm-hmm. maybe like fifteen minutes or so. That like I could buy that. That would give the cops time to give some updates and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's probably the big news story that uh, Doc Ock attacked people and kidnapped a c- civilian. And but who who told NoHo. who told the authorities that she was kidnapped? 
Because Peter, well, I mean, yeah, did who Peter knew her? <laughs> Peter, uh, don't he had he had a lot of stuff he had to do in this time period. Yeah, I don't think yeah. talking to the cops <laughs> was one of them. <laughs> yeah, I think he just bounced. Uh, maybe. Well, this is last week or was it two weeks ago? Maybe we talked about the actual uh, deli spot that was sort of a cool hip location, and we're like, hey, I would go to that deli a lot. Maybe that's her like go to space for meeting people, and they know her there. Really oh, okay. Well. So you know. The yeah, the wait guy. staff might know her or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Like, oh, my God. Miss Watson. I saw her play. She's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whoever didn't get squashed by a car was able to operate a, a phone. Maybe they had to run off somewhere else and use, like, a pay phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who Did people have cell phones in 2004? I mean, they did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course they did. Who am I, I? I don't yeah. think they had. They didn't have, like, fancy phones, but, like, no. they, I mean, people had cell phones in... Um, uh wait were there cell phones in the, in the matrix yeah okay yeah, there's cell phones in the matrix yeah, all right they I, just couldn't use them as hard line oh right 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 okay yeah okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. can't get out through a cell phone right so yeah there were definitely cell phones then yeah okay for yeah. sure mm. um i okay so we 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 cut in here um time time frame wise though i mean i don't, I don't thomas's instinct is not um incorrect uh right <laughs> but but i will but i will point out that um it hasn't it, it couldn't possibly be that long of a time because robbie doesn't even know mary jane's name <laughs> <laughs> he calls her your son's fiance <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> is, this, is this the first that robbie has ever heard of her as a person you know Probably. like you would think if it weren't presented in the way it is presented in this minute, you would think that like he could just walk in and say no news of Mary Jane, and we would all right. know. These people should know, obviously. Jonah yeah, knows who she is. Jonah's got to have been printing articles about her and stuff <laughs> during this time, so Robbie should be should be hip to Mary Jane being in the family, you know. Right. Do you do you think? Like, oh, you mean Jonah, the girl from like, the billboards? That's great, yeah. son. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think JJ like likes Mary Jane pretty well beyond just being like a symbol of his uh, son's, you know, next life? I thing? think he cares in so much as she is quite the accomplishment for her for his son. Right. Uh, dating yeah. a model yeah. and an actress. Uh, I don't think he knows her particularly well. Uh, and I don't think that. As long as she, it's the, it's the fact that like, what can he bring my, or what, what can she bring my son? Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, he's already like a, you know, a fam- a, an astronaut hero guy. My son, the astronaut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but also she, he's dating a, a model, an actress. I mean, I assume that he, what he really likes about his son being with Mary Jane is like, oh, well, you know, what are the odds that he's going to go up again? Probably, you know, slim to none, right? Yeah, I mean, right. So this I mean, is, this is a ticket moon. to future I mean, fame. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. But this this allows him to stay in the headlines, you know? Right. Is, oh yeah, yeah. They can go to more fancy parties and whatnot. So, right, exactly. so what do you guys think that their their Thanksgiving dinner would be like, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to the Osborne one? <laughs> I think it would be a lot of. J- of Jonah talking about all of the amazing things he's done with his life. <laughs> <laughs> and like Mary Jane, he'd, he'd be like, so Mary Jane, like, well, you know, what, what, what's been going on with you? Well, uh, this one time, you know, this thing happened. He's like, oh, that reminds me of this time that this thing happened to me. <laughs> um, and it would just be a lot of that. I feel like. 
Is he going to treat her the way that Norman did, though? No. I think he'd be much better than Norman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jonah is a, a blustery, buffoonish man, but he, he does have a soft heart underneath it right. for the most part. Yeah. yeah. And as, as annoyed as he, he claims to be with his wife, he obviously loves her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, based mm-hmm. on like his actions that he takes in this movie. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I think he's, I don't think he would be like Norman at all. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Um, when we do have Robbie enter here to deliver the line about son's fiance, uh, <laughs> I, I like this shot because I mean, we've been to this space several times in the film already. And I like how they keep finding new ways to shoot the interior of the bugle. Mm-hmm. And, and this one is, I mean, this is simplistic stuff maybe, but it, it's it's workable stuff. Again, it's like Bill Pope looking for ways for there to be extra depth in this. So this time right. we'll have the like the entrance down the barrel of the uh, the Z-axis here. And, have, and, you know, and I think they're through. also trying to hide the reveal of the suit too. The reveal of the suit and right. the reveal of Hoffman too. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Right. This is... It's a slightly complex Hoffman, motion. oh my gosh. Then we start we start in the background, we come to the midground, and then we'll have like a foreground move later that sells the joke. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It looks good. And he's, you know, <laughs> looking out the window in profile, brooding. I, <laughs> I, I love that when Hoffman comes in from off camera, <laughs> we like it it feels like the instinct would be like, oh, you're gonna rack focus, but we don't. We just yes. keep him unfocused in the background <laughs> yep. the whole time. Because <laughs> we know we know that just watching J.K. Simmons do things with his face yeah. is going to be funnier than anything else you could. Uh, oh, and this close-up is priceless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the look on his face, and then he so sells that pregnant pause afterwards. Like, did he really just say that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I and I love it too because it's almost as if this line uh, that that Hoffman is giving is it, it almost feels like a studio note where it's like I don't know if the audience is going to get this. Can you have <laughs> one of the characters spell it out? And then like J.K. Simmons' reaction is like Sam's reaction to the studio note of just yes. like uh, <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. Uh huh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, let's just spell it out for him. Come yeah. on. Reading can, comprehension. Can we get you. a headline for that as well? <laughs> um, I drove Spider-Man away. There <laughs> is the only one. <laughs> there is something a little creepy about how he has displayed this costume on the wall. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I have a note. Entomology. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is like pinning up a butterfly or some kind of collection like that up on yeah. his wall. Oh, because it's a spider. Oh, I exactly. get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a trophy, like it killed the, the big oh, scary spider and put a pin in it. funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's just alarming because of just the shape of a human on a wall like that. It just creeps me out in general. Uh, it's like most dangerous game type of stuff. Uh, yeah. Just. <laughs> I do like to. We've fully committed. I don't know if we've ever at this point in the film series uh, bought into the fiction of the seven piece suit yet uh, fully. It's mostly just been about the removable mask. Uh, like actually seen happening. But uh-huh. here we actually see the detachable gloves. Which right. Is, you imagine they had to have at least 
had to had to have at least been there though, since when he did his Superman reveal in in Spider Man One, yes, he didn't that, have gloves on. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's been in, <laughs> it's been implied. <laughs> we just but now never we do seen get to a see separate it, yeah. glove. Yeah. It's full. The 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 suit is uh, folded back at the knees too for some reason. Oh. Yeah, look at that. I don't know if the I, does that mean like the boots are are like all the way past his knees? I don't know. I, I don't know. I was kind of confused by the lack of boots in this. Yeah. Like did Spidey not leave the boots behind or <laughs> I'm going to throw the rest of this out, but I'm going to keep these boots. <laughs> They're you know? super comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, love the idea like we we see him like during that during that uh, raindrops uh, montage, and he's just—he's like studying, and he just kicks his feet up, and he's wearing the Spider-Man boots <laughs> like his slippers. That would actually be fun. I mean, I'm kind of—I'm extending extra textual knowledge at this point, but I know there's a gag in the next movie where he pulls off a boot to like drain right. sand. Right. Right. So that's true. It's part of part of how it works, but we wouldn't know that at this point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just they just thought it looked better that way with it all folded up. I don't know. It I don't is. know. Another interesting thing about the costume here is they specifically point out now that there is some kind of shaping to the front of the mask. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, most people assume it's just a, a soft mask that goes over his head. And as a cosplayer, you know that there actually has to be a hard piece in there that's right, yeah. shaping the front. Mm. But this actually has that hard shape in there. That's true. Yeah, though it is, it is like a... Uh, um, a, a softer, you know, like thickness to it because I, I've seen the production used shelf for this film uh, over at Sony, and it's uh, if you just have the mask alone on a wall like that, it's stretched very tight over it. There's no like wrinkles or whatnot. Right. So it's like right. this is a. I don't know. Well, it almost looks like I, you know, I, I, I think what I think what Thomas is saying is like, it, it practically in the world of the movie. There is mm-hmm. a face mask in the mask, like a hard That's like shell. like a flexible. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. the front part. Like not mm-hmm. the whole, not in the whole thing, not like a Power yeah. Ranger helmet, but like, <laughs> but like just there, there's a, there's a hard shell front mask in like inside of it that he kind of like places his face inside of, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that bit. at least that's what it seems like. But then you see him take the mask off all the time, and it's just a mask. Yeah, it's just so. a mask, or when kids hand it to him and whatnot. So yeah. maybe it was. <laughs> maybe Jonah spent a day like arranging things on the wall, and he was like, "It doesn't look good because it doesn't look like a face when it's all droopy." So he very carefully made just his some, own little just some Kleenex piece. in there. He just yeah. shoves. He cut like half a, half a mannequin head and yeah. put it up yeah. there. It's like away in his you know everybody can see him through the windows of his office because it's it's visible but he's just there sawing away at mannequin pieces and going yeah. a little nuts <laughs> it's gotta look good i gotta you know <laughs> gotta make sure he looks scary and <laughs> so not to jump off topic completely but is that an ncaa uh plaque in the background there oh it says acme know. it says acme on it Oh, I thought it said NCAA from where I was. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> He's a big civil rights leader in his time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Acme is just as fun, but. <laughs> yeah. And an apple. There's an apple. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, Big Apple. Oh, Big Apple. Oh. Some sort of New York award, I assume. Mmm. Mmm. Apples. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hungry for apples? Uh, <laughs> Metatextually, I, I do have. Um, 
I do have a question about like, I guess just the production wise, I think about how memorable J.K. Simmons as as, as Jonah is in these movies. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm just, I guess I'm just blown away. Cause like, you know, in the last movie, he's only in one, he's only in this set in Mm -hmm. this movie. He's only in this set and two others. Yes. Uh, and I think he's back only in this set in the third one, I think. Um, oh, no, no, no. He's outside the final fight because he borrows that kid's camera or buys that kid's camera. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's at least got that. So but like, that yeah. I, I wonder how how long his production schedule is like as an actor on this movie for how mm-hmm. memorable he is. I wonder how much work he actually has to put in to be in this movie. <laughs> probably um, not much. He probably just had to show up on the days and, and like blow it out the park and then leave. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, cause it seems like if you're only in three sets in the whole movie, then that, that says to me, like there's a lot of daily bugle sets. So maybe, maybe two days on the daily bugle set and then one day on the other two things. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it maybe depends. a week. Yeah. I would think maybe, maybe a full week on the bugle sets just cause they're a little complicated and oh. I don't know. Are any of these, I don't know. Are any of these scenes longer than four pages? It's tricky because of how fast he talks. Um, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, no, maybe you're right. Maybe they could do the bugle in like two or three days. Because it's then... it, there's no like complex camera work in the bugle stuff. I mean, they no. didn't even get all the coverage they needed in that one scene. Because <laughs> then we ended up with that stupid water transition. Um, yeah. They just bang it out, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just wondering. Yeah, uh, I I would assume it's less than seven days per movie uh, at the most. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, he's a huge figure. I know. Um, and do do you guys have any clue how much he got paid for these? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The only the only uh, pay amount that I saw was uh, Tobey Maguire's amount. That's the only one that was like publicized with this one. Um, right. I haven't started research on the third one, so I don't know <laughs> if there's more uh, pay information for that one. But for this one, the only pay information I saw was was Toby. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the tricky the thing that kind of warps your brain around, like the amount you're paid for the days worked on a big project like this is. Yeah, it can seem like a lot. I mean, if you're not Toby McGuire, if you're not like the headliner. Uh, but the idea is, well, how many of these do you get in a year? So right. you spend however many weeks not working, and then the few days you are working, then that has to tide you over for the rest of it. So yeah. right. I would I would assume he got paid comfortably for this. I mean, yeah, he's not he's not at this point in time he's not Oscar winner J.K. Simmons, but he's J.K. Simmons. I mean. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you want to, You want to treat him nice. And he was right. uh and he was a big draw with the first one, you know, definitely. And, yeah. yeah, and it seems yeah. like everyone loved working with him. So. Uh, mm-hmm. I imagine everyone would feel like it's important to bring him back. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah would he be sure. able to renegotiate a contract? Do you think for the second one? Uh, I don't know. I, this is beyond. I don't know. I mean, it depends uh-huh. on what his contract was for the first one. Uh, yeah. If they were, yeah. if they were part of that, you know, part of that deal or not. So I don't know. Um, but uh, I will say, um, I you know, I don't know. I I like <laughs> I like his reaction to the spider web sound the thwipping sound <laughs> <laughs> so 
at first I didn't realize that basically Spidey would be off to his right and forward and above and pulling mm-hmm. the suit right past him. Yeah. And <laughs> so it looks like almost like he's taking a piece of the suit off of him. He's like, Oh, like it, it surprised him. Like it came off of his body. Yeah. But I guess it's just because it's whipping right past him. Yeah. Yeah. Like the air or something. Or yeah. maybe he I- was wearing the boots. There you go. (laughs) I'm going to need those back. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every image we had of Toby lounging around with the boots. No, that should be JK Simmons in his office with the boots. Yeah. Kicking them up on the table. What do you got for me? You know, that's (laughs) you can Uh, cut this if I'm wrong, but wasn't there a psych gag where he was trying it on or something? Yeah, there was in the full, the original cut of the film, yeah. not original, like in in the two point one cut, there is a scene where he, he tries it I on. Seeing, but the problem yeah. was that <laughs> the problem was that J.K. Simmons looked so good in the suit that it wasn't as funny as it should have been because <laughs> he's so because he's so ripped. Yeah, yeah. he's just he's just ripped. Yeah, so he actually looked great in the suit, and it was like, well, this isn't as funny as we wanted it to so, be. <laughs> so they just put it in Homecoming and let, let Ned do it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my moment. goodness! I uh, yeah, <laughs> I love Robbie's reaction where he because he sees it first. He watches it go, and like you can see his eyes like travel up to the skylight. Yeah, he sees like, it. Oh, yeah, there he goes. So if he didn't uh. know, if he didn't know that that Peter was Spider Man before, he certainly does now because I think he just saw him <laughs> take the costume. <laughs> Or did he have his uh, his ghetto Spider Man outfit on? His oh. like hoodie. Oh yeah. His hoodie. Do you think he still hoodie. has that? He's Was got he a human to. spider <laughs> for sentimental reasons. That's what took him so long to get here. Was he had to go home and grab that <laughs> so he could get his real costume? It would be it would be great if he had come in with like the Fantastic Four style like bag over his head. You know. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Or if he if he stopped at like a, a Halloween store along the way and got like a crappy Spider Man costume, yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, because those have the to be around. Yeah, the, yeah, the cap trap yeah. for the first film. Yeah, yeah, that could be a nod. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so it's like the three reactions are fun because Robbie just watches the whole thing happen. <laughs> JJ reacts like he's but he you know, watches the whole thing happen and makes no reaction whatsoever. <laughs> he's hands just are so still casual in the pocket. about it. <laughs> Like, yeah, oh, look at that. Oh, All right. There it goes. All right. Okay. Okay. J- JJ's properly alarmed. And like, wh- what is Hoffman doing? Because he he reacts like he hears the sound and then he looks like left and right at like floor level. Like, and then he then he reacts to seeing like the wall. Like, is, yeah. is he just not <laughs> cognizant of direction? <laughs> Maybe. Where the line went? He's just. He was in his own zone there. He wasn't actually focused on anything. He just heard the noise. Yeah. yeah, he was he was staring too intently at JJ. He was really paying attention to his boss. Yeah, so that's why you know he didn't see. <laughs> He's not cognizant of a lot of things, though. <laughs> Hoffman. It, it's a small note, but it is worth noticing that they all jump at the exact same moment. So whoever was directing or whatever cue they gave them to all have that shutter. It happens at the exact same moment. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I on a uh, on, on Criminal Minds when we had to do like. Uh, gunshots there was um one of the uh i think it was the stunt coordinator actually had just like two wooden blocks that he would hit together and it was like a loud enough sound that you would kind of go huh and like jerk and that was enough they're like got it good like that's the reaction (laughs) to the gunshot (laughs) we'll just take that spike out of the uh yeah i mean yeah because they have to they have to put the audio of the thwip in so that's probably what they did was something like Mm -hmm. that 
some sort of noise yeah, yeah. so the funniest one is when you're on a set and there's supposed to be gunshots and the director is just like leaning their head out from behind video village yelling bang bang bang, bang. bang. <laughs> i can so see that <laughs> so this this first of all he made this web so quickly yeah uh, uh so i don't really know the logistics of that but mm-hmm. um you know you roll with it it's fine whatever sure. yeah uh this would take a spider like a week but that's okay whatever uh <laughs> um but it is it is a i you know just just uh, design wise Mm -hmm. this is a phenomenal web i'm a big fan it's a big fan of this web yeah they Uh, didn't go like perfectly uh symmetrical with it it's yeah Mm -hmm. off shaded it's really nice it looks a little bit like um uh who's that uh the the graphic designer who worked with hitchcock all the time um oh gosh uh, 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 keep talking. I'll look it up. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it looks like, it looks like his stuff, like his, uh, mm-hmm. like credit montages and stuff. It's got that sort of like sixties kind of retro throwback vibe to it. Um, yeah. Saul Bass. Saul Bass. That's it. Yeah. Type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and it kind of matches, I mean, this is jumping ahead in a minute, but the size and shape of the web kind of matches the skylight that he leaves out of later, mm-hmm. which is also kind of web themed. Yeah. It's like just the right amount of like graphic punch. To right. It. Um, yeah. Um, this is without a doubt, the most exciting part of this whole movie is, Oh yeah. You know, hearing the costume getting taken and then coming back and there's a web with a note that says, courtesy, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Cause we just have spent this whole movie with Peter being like, this Spider-Man thing is the pits. Like, I hate this. Um, <laughs> right. This is terrible. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And now he's embracing his hero role. And you're just like, he like, ah, he's back. Like, it's, it's like, so not, only, not only is he back, but he's like happy to be back. Like, in a way, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously the circumstances aren't great, um, but he seems to be fully embracing Spider-Man as a as a thing for the first yeah. time ever. And <laughs> you are left in this this position of like I, I there's just nothing like seeing this sign up where it's like, oh, not yeah. only is he he's not putting the costume back on begrudgingly. He's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, this is this is happening. Like I'm I'm Spider-Man again. And right. it's yes. oh, it's so good. The most Spider-Man he's been. Yeah. Like I I just love it. It um, it's one of those things where you watch it where it's like, oh, that's the thing I wanted to see when I was a kid, and now I'm seeing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, when I when I opened this clip up, uh, when Scott sent it to me and I opened it, and it shot to them talking in this room, I, my heart like started racing. I'm like, oh wow, it's this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like it. I mean, I I talked about this in. I think our minute zero episode at the beginning of the season, but I I went to a um, midnight screening of Spider-Man two a couple years ago here in LA at the new Beverly. And this, I've never had a experience in a theater, maybe like Avengers opening night when like uh, Hulk smashes the Loki, maybe then, but I don't think I've quite had a moment in a theater where people reacted as strongly as this moment at that midnight screening at mm. the new Beverly because every person there was like a diehard Spidey fan. Every one of us was excited to see Spider-Man too. And when it's 
there's the note and then the he's back like the place erupted it is i there's when this movie's working there's nothing like it right yeah 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 no it's it is a you know it is it is spielbergian in its crowd pleasing mentality <laughs> yeah it um, definitely just gives us because the movie's been a little a little sloggy and a little downtrodden for a little bit and this just like picks it right back mm-hmm. up again yeah and it's what's really great about it is like you know this is this is i i mean literally spider-man swings from act two to act three of this movie like <laughs> like, like this is it's it's kind of insane um how yeah. how much of a clear-cut transition between act two and act three this movie has um yeah i have a couple notes on that i think then when we get to them on this yeah <laughs> but but it's it's uh oh man it's just it's it's so good and we just have nothing but act three left in this movie now and it's mm-hmm. it's just you know it's it's two big action sequences and then and then the sort of epilogue and we're 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 done um like the meat of the the meat of the the story that we've been you know that this movie has been telling is kind of over you know Mm -hmm. um and now we've just got uh a little bit you know a little some some action and some like plot wrap up and everything but this is the this is the end of the sort of uh, Spider-Man No More story that this movie has been telling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's he's reaffirmed his identity, and now he has to you know complete the task. It's right. The uh, not to put too fine a point on the metaphor, but the the train is already moving at this point. Right. <laughs> <on our way. laughs> yeah. So a couple small set things right here for the note and the the spider web. Uh-huh. Um, one, mm-hmm. I think. They had to have chosen this specific section of the wall on purpose because it had that raised side on the on both sides for the web to connect to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, either either and, that, uh, that or or it wasn't like that, and they made it like that. Right, they added it right. in so yeah. that there was a second bit there. Yeah, because um, it's tricky with that like monofilament like string or whatever to make it visible. And, right, uh, so you just right. physically move it off of the thing a little bit is smart. It works. And then you have the note, and the note is the biggest thing I have. The note I have about the note is <laughs> that it's written very um, uh, comics, uh, like they were the penciling they do in the comics for for yes. lettering. It's comics mm-hmm. lettering right there a lot. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, Which is no lettering. no human writes yeah. like this, right? <laughs> I, some engineers do, and comic book artists do. I mean, um, I write but- in all caps, but it's not like this. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. It, it matches though, like um, in the first film when he did the Phil Jimenez sketches. Uh, right. The, yeah. The lettering there matches this style. Yeah, which is nice. It is sort of nice through line. Uh, important to point out, uh, Peter does spell Spider Man with a hyphen, so everyone who doesn't is wrong. There you go. There you go. It's in writing. Yeah. Just at his own hand. <laughs> we know we know the importance of the hyphen. We just can't put it in the uh, URLs and the hashtags. Right. We know. We know. <laughs> All right. Logistics check here, guys. Yeah. How do you get your web to shoot a note that ends up in the middle of your web? Because <laughs> Spidey, he... Did, he didn't go in there and put it on there. <laughs> No, he probably, here's what it is. He has one, one wrist is going to shoot the web. Cause we do know from the hulking ruin fight with goblin, uh, last year that or 
two years ago in universe, one year ago in terms of the podcast. But you could be listening to this at any time, whatever. We do know that when he fought the Green Goblin, he could do a whole wide web just from one wrist. You know, right. that like mm-hmm. it, it could spread out like that. So you could conceivably have one wrist do the big web, and then the other one <laughs> just like puts a tiny little bit of webbing on the note, just like he sticks it to his to his wrist. And then does a little like, like a little, <laughs> little web ball to get it over there. He just has to do them real quick, back and forth. I think what otherwise... Zach is saying is that it doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I just thought of a theory, guys. Yeah, the Peter was had... actually in the room and he was up there doing the web for a minute while Gigi's back was turned, and he stuck the note there. And the thwip we hear is him zooming out the window. <laughs> uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He gets the power of the speed force for a second. Um, he, he had. He had time as he was swinging over to plan out how to get the note there. So I assume with all of his new Spidey skills, he came up with something. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's Batman disappearing behind your back when you're Commissioner Gordon. Of course. Uh, yeah. it, it's fine. Like, it <laughs> doesn't make sense, but I love it. Oh, so much to love. Yeah. Uh, so he, I, I, I think it's interesting that they felt the need to show the open window like (laughs) i i just don't know i don't quite understand the purpose of that shot like i understand showing the skylight but did we need to see the open window uh i don't know no i I think (laughs) the open window from a distance like the original shot before they zoom in should have been plenty and it would have left time to linger on the web shape to the window yeah zooming in might have been a slight mistake there yeah it it's a little much. It almost feels like the visual uh, <laughs> equivalent of the like studio notish line about the only one who could have. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, but how did he get out the window? Oh God! All right, you want me to like show the opening? Okay, we'll show the opening. <laughs> we do. No, there it nobody's is. Can you noticing zoom it. Into can, it? You, can you actually like zoom in on yeah. it? Oh. <laughs> it's actually it's it was actually done post production. They didn't do the zoom. They just kind of zoomed the picture in. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then my my final note for this is uh, the fact that Spider-Man is not only web-slinging through this newspaper, but he's also time-traveling from the future to the past. Uh, Because I don't know, when is this being published? (laughs) Thank you. They can't publish it until (laughs) tomorrow. So like he he's not he is he is back but we're like getting like a little glimpse of like tomorrow's headline today. Yeah, so it's an early I wrote, edition. I wrote I said it's a very comic like cartoon transition the whole spinning web thing or the spinning newspaper yeah. thing but an article got printed. Yeah. <laughs> like not until the morning. That's Yeah. Maybe oh. they do a special evening edition cuz like he's just so riled up that Oh my god, that would, so, that would like, still take so long though. Cuz so it's, it's 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 you know, best case scenario it's 2:30. Like that's yes. I like they would have had to get that finished like by somebody this had point. to type really fast. Yeah. They didn't apparently. they didn't need a picture at least, you know. So <laughs> there's no I love <laughs> I love the idea that they went to press with this and it's just it's just this headline and you open it and it's just a two-page manifesto of of Jonah just <laughs> angrily typing about how Spider-Man stole his suit. 
It's actually three pages though, because it's from page two to five. Oh right, it yeah. is. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, the other two are kind of nice. The uh, um, at the top of the, the newspaper, there's the idea that there's a story about burglaries on the rise, criminal behavior shifting because of Spider-Man returning. So that's going to put it even further in the future, right? Because how are the criminals responding to the news that he's back before he's back? All right, wait, it says uh, it says burglaries on the rise. Yeah, they would go down if Spidey was back. Yeah. Yeah, but like but criminal behavior shifts. The idea that they go from doing like storefront robberies to oh, oh, I mean, burglary. Yeah. I don't know. But the <laughs> okay, other one yeah, okay, is definitely so cool. this is the tail end of like our graphics uh uh conversations from a couple weeks ago where everybody's just analyzing crime getting way worse. So this right. is the tail end of that trend right. and they right. haven't corrected yet. Okay. I thought it was criminal behavior shifts, quote unquote, because they don't want to be out and about where Spider-Man is. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, no, But that no. doesn't make sense. No. But no. the other one you're right is fantastic. Talk about foreshadowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says, uh, yeah. MTA insider concerned over aging L train safety. Uh, that's a page 12 story. Uh, just uh, something to keep in mind that the I, L train exists. This is the first time that I've ever in my entire life found, I, I've never known that the L train was spelt like E-L dash train. I thought it <laughs> was L, like an L, like L train. That's true for elevated. That's why. Oh. Because yeah. it's up in the air. Yeah. Yeah, I never <laughs> knew it was short for anything. I just thought there it was like, <laughs> like, I always thought it was like, you know, like an I beam, you know, like an L train. Like I thought it was something, oh, yeah. something shaped, <laughs> they were something shaped like an L uh, and that's what they call it. Um, I don't know. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah I like it. Um, again, uh, don't have one of those in New York uh, the way that they do in like Chicago or in this movie. But uh, it's a, it, this is our pocket universe where yeah. Spider-Man exists and they have an L train yeah. in New York City. There, There is that. Um, I always think of that bit, though, in uh, in Homecoming where he runs into the alley to get change and he runs under an elevated train. So where's that? Is that not New York? I mean, I, like I know. Queens. Okay, yeah. it is in Queens. Okay, so there, yeah. there's, but there's, this is, it's, it. There is an elevated train. It's just not, you know, city wide. There's not the way Chicago has a big L train that's like part of the main, uh, uh, you know, it's useful for getting around the center of the city. There isn't a thing like that in Manhattan. I did ride the L train when I was in Chicago, but that's the closest I have to to actual knowledge. <laughs> yeah, closest I have to actual knowledge is like I watch Batman Begins. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you know the other thing I love about this newspaper is that it doesn't say Spider Man. Yeah. It just says he's back. Mass Menace returns. And it's just like, you know who we're talking about. <laughs> Doesn't seem like the best, like, legitimate headline, though. Uh, no. You're actually uh, trying to sell papers. Uh, I feel like you would want to put Spider-Man Returns, not he's back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or a picture. <laughs> or a picture of him or something. Yeah, something. Uh, I don't know. Boy, it works for this transition, though. My God. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's great. So fun. <laughs> it's 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 phenomenal. Yeah, I felt like I was watching the the old cartoon all, all over again. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think they actually l- literally did this? Because the um the graphic of it like tearing open looks so 
uh, I don't know what the word I'm trying to look at to, to use here is, but it, it feels like it was practically done in some way. Like they punched something through a physical piece of paper. I but it couldn't have been a real Spider-Man. Because, no, you know, no. But dream, I, I, dream I, it. <laughs> I would guess that it was, it was a, it was a giant, it was a giant newspaper that they mm-hmm. like, they like tore through with like a green something or something. Yeah, um, and replaced, right. yeah, like punch through it with the green, you know, like, uh, you know, like the banners that the, f- the football players go through. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah like yeah. something like that. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, cause you're right. It is, it does. The tear is too practical for it not to be, mm-hmm. uh, there's no way but you the... could recreate that in CGI, not back then. <laughs> yeah. And there's no way you could have a stunt man do the Spidey swing because, Right, that's not how physics work. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Although I will, I will say that going through frame by frame, the paper rips before he goes through it. <laughs> oh, okay, that's helpful. Yeah, uh, that actually, yeah, that, I mean that that just adds credence to what we're talking about. That it's, yeah, yeah, that there's just somebody just ran through it and then they replaced the person with uh, Spider Man and didn't quite time it right. <laughs> I wonder if they get a credit at the end of the movie. <laughs> Paper yeah. breaker or something Paper like that. Paper breaker, yeah. <laughs> Thomas, tell people what you're up to on uh, on what I consider our sister show. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah. How great to be considered so. Yeah. Uh, we're doing, uh, on X-Men's podcast, we're doing the X-Men movies one scene-ish at a time. Uh, we had thought, we've kind of transitioned a little bit. We started with chapters and now we're doing scenes. Um but we're talking about the movie one scene at a time, getting into a lot of comics knowledge because the other two guys on the show are like comic gurus. And one of them was an original reader of the 60s Silver Age stuff for X-Men. So Ooh, we have a, wow. a, a large range over there. And we're just talking about these movies and and like you guys talking about what it's done for our universe now and the way that it's built up. And we have a lot of movies to go through. We're only going, we're only on X-Men, the very first one right now. So we have a long way to go and we're really looking forward to the journey, but we're having fun over there. Yeah. Awesome. No, it's a great show. And uh, I, you know, if you guys want a, an episode to uh, check out, um, I would definitely recommend the episode that they recorded. That was a interview with the writer of the movie. Uh, oh, David yes. Hader. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was a really, really great interview and, uh, he was a great guest and, uh, it's a really good episode. So, uh, I believe it's the, it's the scene where professor X is showing Wolverine around the mansion. Right. right? Um, yeah. yeah. Episode 10. Yeah. And it was honestly, I'm going to out myself a little bit here. It was complete (laughs) dumb luck that we got him because, (laughs) I, I do all the Facebook stuff and the the social media, and I'm looking through IMDb, and I'm like, you know, I want to get some background people. I want to get people that, you know, might not have a voice all the time. So I'm looking at all these people that did background stuff, and I'm like, screenwriter David Hader, and I'm, I'm as I'm grabbing these names, I'm going to Twitter and I'm looking them up. I'm like, are mm-hmm. they on Twitter? Can I send a message to them? And I sent one to just all these random people, and he was on that list, and I didn't quite realize his importance as I did it. And then he wrote back and I was like, oh, cool. He wants to do it. And I started looking it up. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a great poll. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, it's a really, really, really good episode. So uh, check that one out if you want to try the show. And then if you like that one, then just listen to the rest of them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And if you want to find the show, uh, X Minutes Podcast, uh, go to our website, xminutespodcast.com. And we're on Facebook and Twitter at X Minutes Podcast. It's everywhere. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow to wrap up the week with 95. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.